0: Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. A very late welcome, and I apologize for that. My computer just decided to do an unscheduled software update. I guess it saw the storm coming, and it just said, time to update. I have been sitting here for one hour and 11 minutes waiting for it to finish. I hope you got my message. I'm not sure if you did, but thank you for hanging around and being a part of this. And good Wednesday morning to each of you. A very pivotal day in the lives of so many. And uh, I've already been reading online, praying with some of you about things that are happening in your life today. Uh, Some of you have significant events, signal moments that you'll never forget. And I just pray the grace of God for you today. Sufficient is His great grace. For those of us who are on the Gulf Coast in Southeast Texas, Southwest Louisiana, this is, we're on the edge of a storm, in a a very big storm. Marco, well, Marco went polo, I guess. Um, It disappeared on us, but Laura, Laura's not going to do that. Looks like it's going to be a massive storm hitting later today and into tonight. And say a prayer, say a prayer for all of those who are in harm's way. But perhaps you and I are going through storms of different sort, the pandemic, the, the complications arising from it, other issues in your life, just life itself. On the edge of a storm, what do you and I do? How do you and I face life in the rough places and in the tough places? How do we get through a storm? I I just believe that God's going to help us. God's going to help us get through the storm of our daily lives and the storm that has been going now in the United States for nearly a solid six months. So much loss of life, so much difficulty, so much pain and anguish. I I believe we get through a storm, and I don't mean to sound trite when I say that, but there's an old song about singing in the rain, and I believe that sometimes the greatest songs are born and the greatest testimonies of praise are born in a storm. That sometimes you and I can find the grace and the grit and the courage in God to lift our voices and sing louder than a storm. That's what I, I, I want God to give us a song that is stronger than the storm. So again, I apologize for being a few minutes late, the technical difficulty today. I hope that I'm able to finish this devotion today, and for sure tomorrow, uh, that one could really be iffy, but say a prayer and we're going to get through this. Share the page, like the page, follow the page, and let's see what God has for us. I believe that I can sing. I can sing a song that is stronger than even a supposed Category 4 hurricane. That's what they're saying Laura is going to be. I believe that we can have a song that is stronger than the storm. Storms are a way of life in this area, but they're oh so difficult. And um, we know the tragedies and the trials of such a time. We know what going through the storm of this year has meant. We know the displacement and the discouragement and the anguish and just the, the sheer anxiety and trepidation that's born from the storm of 2020. But can I tell you that I have found some of life's greatest blessings in the midst of the storm? I have found God to be faithful and I, God to be closer and God to be nearer in times of a storm. Today, today, could I share with you a song that is stronger than the storm? John Maxwell said that there are three times that you and I as people, there are three times that you and I would change. Change is a dirty word to us. We don't want to change the apostolic message lifestyle, but pretty much anything else, we don't want to change either. But Maxwell says people will change when they hurt enough, they have to change, learn enough, they want to change, and receive enough that they are able to change. And this is what we're doing in morning devotion. I just want to make sure that you receive enough that you can and want to change, that you're able to do it, that your heart is overflowing, that you are making decisions not from a place of dehydration or misery or despair or discouragement, but you're making decisions from the overflow, from being in the presence of God. One of America's great preachers of the 20th century was, of course, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Some say he was the greatest orator of the 20th century, and you don't have to look far into his speeches to verify that. He, it was in one of his first sermons that he ever preached, and Martin Luther King talked about how in Greek mythology, ancient sailors faced all sorts of harrowing perils at sea sea monsters, all sorts of strange peoples and creatures, but one of the most unusual was the sirens, who could sing a mesmerizing song to lure sailors to their death over the murky and rocky reefs. Two famous fictional characters took two different approaches to the Song of the Sirens, The first was Odysseus. You remember he stopped up the ears of his men with wax and then he had his men tie him to the ship's mast. That way the men were safe that were rowing the ship and he was able to hear the siren song with relatively little harm. But the second in Greek mythology was Orpheus, who sailed with Jason and the Argonauts. And as they approached the siren's island and began to hear the siren's voices drift, Orpheus took out his harp and began to play and sing a song that was more beautiful than that of the sirens. One faced adversity with restraints. The other faced the storm with refrains. Within our heart should be a song greater than the storm. There should be a love so strong and so sweet and so powerful that it overcomes everything we face. Can I give you just a verse of scripture? Love never fails. There is a love inside of you and me that is indomitable, unconquerable, and able to triumph over any foe and any storm that comes against us. When we have within our heart agape love, the love of God that is shed abroad in our heart, There ought to be a song in our soul that the world cannot conceive here and cannot take away. A song that is more powerful than any storm we face. When we, as Paul said, are filled with the spirit to overflowing, when there's simply no room in our heart to look back, turn back, to turn aside, but we're making melody in our hearts to the Lord. When the spirit of heaven is overflowing in our life, there is no room for the doubt and despair caused by all of life's storms. It's considered one of the 10 greatest sermons ever preached in America. Thomas Chalmers. He wrote about two affections, preached about two affections, affections that were rivals one toward another, a love for God, a love for the world. They're in such competition they can't dwell together in the same being. The only way the heart can let go of the love of the world, and here's what he called it it must experience the expulsive power of a new affection, that there is affection, there is a love greater in us than a love for anything in this world. And that new affection, our love for God, expels the old affection. It's the expulsive power of an overflowing spirit, which Paul said will make itself known by our making melody in our heart before the Lord. Can I just tell you, I just want to tell you something right now. This year is not yet over. I know August is almost over, and I know we are we would be two-thirds through the year then, but it's not yet over. I still believe God has got something amazing in store for each and every one of us, that God is doing something beautiful, that God is doing something powerful, that God is making a way. So let that song in your soul expel the storm. Let it expel the discouragement. Uh, it's the expulsive power of a new affection, our affection toward the living God. Isaiah 64 and 4, one of my favorite verses of the Bible. You probably think, oh, Brother girl you say that about every verse in the Bible. Well, I nearly do. I nearly do. Isaiah 64, 4, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eyes seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. That's our belief that nobody since the beginning of the world there is no generation yet that has seen all that God can do. No generation yet has heard of all the goodness of God. No person alive has seen what all God can do. I I just think of that with me. Just go down this path with me a moment. Adam and Eve, you saw paradise. But Isaiah said, you've not seen what all God can do. You walked with God in the cool of the eve, but you never heard all that God has to say. I believe God is reserving a song for this last generation. For no generation is seen and no generation is heard What all God can do and say. Noah, you found grace in the sight of God. You saw a flood. You saw your family saved. You saw a rainbow signifying God's great grace. But Noah, you did not see all that God can do. You heard his voice, but you didn't hear all that he has to say to each and every one. Why? Isaiah said it. No generation has seen, no generation has heard all that God can do and all that he can say. Moses, you saw the plagues from heaven. Moses, you saw the Red Sea part. Wouldn't you have liked to have been there that day? You saw manna fall daily from heaven. But Moses, not even you. Not even you. You who saw a burning bush, you who saw his glory on a mountaintop, you who saw him and your face shone, you who received the plans for the tabernacle after a heavenly pattern, not even you, Moses, saw and heard all that God has planned because no generation has seen, no generation has heard all that God longs to say and do. Peter, James, John, You saw him feed the 5,000. You saw the transfigured Christ glistening with the glory of another world at the Mount of Transfiguration. You saw the resurrected Christ at Zion. You saw him ascend into the heavens. You saw the outpouring of the spirit of Pentecost. You saw the birth of the church, but not only, but not not even you, have seen all that God can do. You heard his sermon on the mount. You heard him upbraid the Pharisees, but you didn't hear all that God has to say. John, you said it, that there's no books in the world, no libraries in the world that could contain what Jesus didn't said because no generation has seen, no generation has heard what God has planned for those Who wait on him. Uh, Can I just say that when you are singing to the Lord from the abundance of your spirit, you're saying, God, I am waiting on you. I am waiting on you, Lord. I may be singing alone in a storm right now, but I know, God, that there is a divine and a sublime duet that is supposed to sing. I'm just singing, God, until you show up and take my words uh, and make them a melody of praise uh, and joy to the king oh can i can i get a witness to that lori and ben and deborah and kimmy thank you thank you thank you and deborah we're praying for you and your family oh praise god so many needs Uh, jessica we've been praying for you and your family what you've been going through this past few days what a what a difficult world we're living in but no generation is seen folks No generation is heard. You say, pastor, the skies are getting stormy and adversity has come and I don't know what to do. Setbacks have appeared and troubles are rolling like waves and storm surges of despair and hopelessness and pain and my hurts are multiplying and I just don't know how much longer I can hold on. Uh, I'm so disappointed, so diso- discouraged. Uh, and the siren song of an old affection comes back. Some long lost longing, some lost love, some memory of the past, some desire of yesteryear, and your heart is being pulled away in the midst of the storm. But there is an expulsive power of a new song, a song that is stronger than the storm. That's when we sing. We've got to sing louder than the storm. We've got to sing a song greater than the howling winds of the storm. We've got to open up our heart and declare God's goodness in a season when we can't see it and it's beyond our fingertips, uh, when it's hard to find the notes, when it's hard to gain the melody, when it's hard to embrace and wrap our hearts and minds uh, around a song. It's singing in a strange land when we want to hang our harps on the willows uh, and give up. It's trying to worship when everything, all these things are against me. All thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. It's hoping and praying and believing, God, you're going to have to make a way. And the song we want to sing in the flesh is the blues, uh, the song of trial, the song of heartache, the song nobody knows the trouble I've seen, the song that we sing in all of the minor keys, uh, the discordant notes, uh, the mournful notes, the unsettling notes. uh, That. That's what we want to focus on, but get out of the minors and into the majors because he's never failed me yet. Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. You need to choose the greater song for the storm, the greater song of faith. That's what it is. It's in Revelation 15. You think we got trouble now, folks? Look at Revelation 15, and the wrath of God is culminating on a wayward world. Seven angels carrying seven plagues are loosed on the planet. These are called the last plagues because with these, God's wrath in the last days will be spent, and the world as we know it will draw to a close. Uh, but there a scene opens up in heaven that just touches my heart. Uh, it's a scene filled with contrast. We see a sea of glass, uh, a sea of crystal. Uh, it's smooth. Uh, it's tranquil. We sing songs about that crystal sea uh, over yonder of that sea where there'll be no sorrow, no toil, no grief, no care. Vestal Goodman sings a song of joining our loved ones on that glassy sea. But notice what else it says about that glassy crystal sea. It says that the sea of glass was mingled with fire, a fiery conflagration of troubles and heartaches and tribulation that heaven is not purchased by simply singing about a sweet by and by. It's going to come through trial and adversity and struggle and much overcoming. Uh, John the Revelator described that contrasting scene of a sea of glass mingled with fire. He said, I looked and I saw a sea of glass glowing With fire, but standing in the middle of that sea, oh my, were those who had gotten the victory over the beast and its image and the number of its name. And they held harps given to them by God Himself. And they sang the song of God's servant Moses, a song of deliverance, and a song of the Lamb, a song of deliverance. And here's what they sang great. And marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, king of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. You may be standing on a troubled sea. You may be standing in a sea of glass covered and drenched with fire, and the storm winds are raging and blowing, but God... is able to put a harp. He puts the harp in your hand. He puts a song in your soul that you can sing in the midst of the storm, a song that is greater than the storm. I love this verse too. I love this verse too. As your days are, so shall your strength be. Uh, That God's going to give us the strength for 2020. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, God is doing, Something inside of his children, and he's raising up a group of kids uh, that are saying, uh, "We we found the power and the presence of God in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, that God gave us strength for the day. God is seeing us through. God is giving us grace for the hour." But Pastor, that isn't possible. It's not for us today. I don't know if we can do that, Pastor. I just don't know if we're going to make it. Uh, yeah. You know, when I was when I was in high school, I took physics and um, Texas Instruments in Southwest Houston. And uh, you know, they had already created something that was revolutionary years ago. It was called a handheld calculator. You know, and uh, but our physics professor, he was old school army demolition expert. He wanted to make sure we knew how to use a slide rule. He said, one of these days, you may not have electricity. So you may have to, we may have to be pulling out our slide rules. I don't know. So it might as use slide rules. It was Charles Kettering, who was a head of research for General Motors years ago. He said that when General Motors needed to solve a problem, he'd call all the brightest people in the room and he had a sign at the door. It said, leave your slide rules outside. What he meant by saying that is inevitably, we're going to face problems that at the first Glance. We're going to say, "There's no way. We can't do this. It can't be done." And those engineering, engineering uh, uh, guys in General Motors would pull out their slide rules and start. He just said, "Leave all that stuff outside," because before we leave this room, we are going to find a solution. Listen, morning devotion, folks. Before we close out this devotion today, we're we're finding a solution that you can do all things through Christ. That our God is able where we are not, that God specializes in the impossible, and even though we stand in a sea of glass mingled with fire it 's God that puts a harp in our hands uh, and says i 'll give you a song that 's greater than the storm that you 're facing, greater than anything that you are facing. Sing louder than your storm i i don 't know why i 'm thinking about it i i 'm just thinking about it uh, when david when David came up against the Philistines and God's spirit broke out. Uh, and the, the, the Bible said that David that day gave God a new name. It's an unusual name because he borrowed from the pagans. Uh, he borrowed from the Philistines. He said, let's call God Baal. Parasim, which means the Lord of the Breakthrough. Philistines, I want you to get this. I want to put this in your language. I want you to understand that our God is able to break out, break up, and break through, and He is able to get us through this storm. Can I get a witness to that? There is a fresh revelation coming, folks. There is a fresh insight. The greater the battle, the greater the anointing. The greater the storm, the greater the song. So hear me carefully. I'm about a minute from closing, but you need to get this. Hear me carefully. Oh, child of God, Susie and Susan, Deborah and Debbie and Brenda, hear me carefully. If your failure was not fatal, then it was for your future. If you are still here, if it didn't kill you, then God's not through with you. If COVID hasn't set us aside, then God's not through with this generation. If panic and pandemic have not destroyed your family, then God still has something for your family. You you may be minus some things. You may have lost some things. uh, But I'm telling you, if your failure was not fatal, then it was for your future. If that overdose, that car wreck, that heart attack, that bout with cancer didn't take you out, then the battle you fought yesterday was for the victory you're going to receive tomorrow so pull out that god-given harp and say depression and oppression you will not take over my soul uh, I'm gonna pick up my heart and I'm gonna I may not can get any more than a whisper I may just mouth the words uh, I may just shout I know my redeemer lives uh, I'm gonna praise God anyway anyhow, anywhere I'm gonna find my divine song that is greater than the storm. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. It's not over, folks. God's going to get glory in the end. 2020 is not over yet. We've seen a lot of loss. We've seen a lot of pain, but God is going to get glory in the midst of it. Would you join with me and sing the song that is greater than the storm? Before we leave here today, I just want to remind you, since the beginning of time, no generation has seen All that God can do. No generation has heard all that God has to say. It's coming, folks. God wants to reveal Himself and God wants to whisper some things in your spirit and He wants to place a harp in your hand to give you the victory. Would you leave a prayer request out to the side? Encourage one another. And let's just say, let's just say together, we're going to get through this and we're going to find that song that is greater than the storm. God bless you. Be safe. Say a prayer for everybody in Southeast Texas, Southwest Louisiana today. And may the Lord be with you and keep you and protect you and give you a song greater than your storm. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.